Time for this morning fact checker. We're going to debunk some of the misinformation coming out there, uh, get you the real evidence, real facts, setting the record straight. Joining us on the line is our resident fact checker, Jamie Sung. Hello. Good morning, Henry. Good morning to you. We were talking in the news segment about uh, some of the uh, conspiracy theory mongering uh, coming out of the uh, Sarang Jail Church uh, with this coronavirus outbreak. Uh, we're going to address some of that right now. Some of these uh, right-wing uh, YouTubers, influencers, and uh, Sarang Jail Church uh, pastor c h u n g Gwang-hoon, who is uh, positive and being treated for COVID-19, they're alleging that health authorities are persecuting the church and conservatives and further claiming that every beachgoer and domestic traveler should be tested just like those k w a n g a m u n rally uh, right-wing protesters. So let's fact-check these arguments one by one. I guess the first question is a no-brainer, but is the KCDC specifically persecuting Sarangjil Church? So right-wing extremists are saying that because health authorities asked those who have attended the Kwangama rally or visited the Sarangjil Church since July 27th to be tested regardless of symptoms. But if you go back to how this mass transmission started, Sarangjil Church saw its first coronavirus case on the 12th. And despite pleas from authorities to be tested and self-isolate until the test results come out, the church members and Tun Gwangun went to the Gwangamun rally three days later on the 15th. And seeing as how the number of coronavirus cases spread from the church has increased to over 670, and newly confirmed cases have been surging since the August 15th Gwangamun rally, experts say that testing the church visitors and rally attendees is the best way to contain the viral spread, especially since authorities are having extreme difficulty with contact tracing due to a lack of cooperation from church leadership. So then what about c h u n g Gwang-hoon's public statement criticizing the government for quote-unquote deliberately increasing the number of confirmed cases through excessive testing? Um, so... I don't think there's excessive testing going on because it is extremely important to test everyone who uh, attended the rally. And since there, there's no way to trace whether they came in close contact with the people because they are not submitting the list of church attendees and uh, church members, as well as the list of people who attended the Gwangamun rally. So um, there's no point to c h uh, n g Gwangun's argument that there's excessive testing going on and especially persecuting his people. Um, and he's saying that the positivity rate matters if, uh, rather than the absolute number of confirmed cases in relation to his church. But the positivity rate, the rate of people who are tested positive, um, is actually the highest when the number of tests was the lowest at about 6,500 in the last week. And when about 200 more people were tested the next day, the positivity rate dropped to 2.95%. And the rate dropped further down to 2.87% when over 8,500 people were tested two days later. um, And the positivity rate of people tested in relation to his church is around 20%, while that of the general population is only about 1%. So even looking at the rate alone, things are not looking very good for him and his church. Hmm. And then the allegation then that the uh, public health centers manipulate testing results and declare people positive even when they're not? Well, COVID-19 testing is done not with eyes. And the results are automatically recorded real-time, leaving no room for speculation. 
not only that, specimen collection kits are sealed, so tampering in advance of testing is impossible. Yeah, so maybe it's a surprise to some, but uh, maybe it's not a surprise to uh, most people that uh, what Chung Gwang-hoon is saying is basically the same thing that uh, the U.S. President Donald Trump says, is that uh, we're testing so many people, that's why our numbers are so high, and so that's a very unscientific way of approaching the situation as to really how severe the pandemic is uh, in terms of testing and the number of infected and how to uh, best combat the uh, coronavirus. Let's then uh, talk about another uh, bit of fake news coming out, and that is in regards to this uh, third stage or third-tier social distancing. There's an online rumor, Jamie, spreading that Seoul City is going to implement the third stage social distancing measure soon, and that means that leaving Seoul and the greater metropolitan area would be banned. Uh, Is that true? Well... Shortly put, it's fake news, as a Seoul city official has confirmed the matter has never been discussed. And an action of such magnitude should be decided at the KCDC level, not by the city government. And even if stage three social distancing rules are to be imposed soon, they don't include a movement ban. Stage three rules would mean a ban on gatherings of 10 or more people no sports games of any kind, shutdown of offline schools, and recommendation to private firms to have non-essential workers work from home. But this doesn't include a movement ban. I think there were similar, uh, if we recall, uh, rumors floating during the Tegu outbreak that uh, there would be that sort of lockdown where uh, people would not be able to leave or come in to that area. So again, that was proven to be uh, false. So essentially, social distancing requirements would not be the same thing as a movement ban. Right. The KCDC advised people not to travel to other areas when social distancing rules were elevated to stage two recently. But this advisory won't turn into a forceful ban, even if we enter stage three. All right. Very good. Uh, Shifting gears away from coronavirus, let's talk about the prosecution. They've been mired in yet another controversy after they justified a very light sentence for this wealthy male convicted of abusing propofol. Uh, First, tell us about the case, please. So Taesung Seok, a former CEO of Aegyeong Development and son of Aegyeong Group founder, has been convicted of taking profile on more than 100 occasions. But the prosecution sentenced him to 18 months in jail as they explained that they took into consideration that, here I quote word for word, the defendant has raised awareness of the danger of propofol addiction among Taebao men, which is no longer limited just to female workers at male entertainment facilities who are into skincare. And since then, many people have rightfully criticized the prosecution, sarcastically asking if murderers deserve a lighter sentence for raising awareness of the danger of murders. And the prosecution might as well just say that they don't want to charge Taesung-sung because he's a Taebao male. Hmm. And has the prosecution responded to the criticism? Yeah, they said they only said that uh, Tessin Sok helped raise awareness of the danger of abusing propofol because he actively cooperated with the investigation by confessing to the crime and submitting his cell phone and diary as evidence and in turn helped with investigating other propofol abuses. So... Is cooperating with the investigation normally then uh, a valid reason to get your sentence reduced dramatically? For drug crimes, cooperation with investigation is one of the conditions that could lead to a sentence reduction. But whether the court would grant it is another matter since 
uh, he not only took proof of all over 100 times and had medical records falsified um, 90 times to hide his crime. Uh, another question asked here is whether it's the prosecution's job to request leniency for a defendant, even if cooperating with investigation may qualify as a ground for sentence reduction. And the answer to this question depends on whether to acknowledge this objective obligation of the prosecutor, which is for the prosecutor to work uh, to represent public interest by defending the rightful interest of a defendant. But there is no law uh, currently under the Korean legal system that mandates the objective obligation. Yeah, and perhaps more so for Chesung Suk's case, uh, the people who are critical of this decision will note that this could serve as a precedent going forward where uh, someone like the uh, Samsung vice chairman, Lee Jae-yong, mm-hmm. is also facing allegations of having taken propofol. And so uh, this lenient sentence uh, might be sort of a, a source of comfort for uh, Lee Jae-yong and his attorneys uh, in the future. All right, right. Uh, Jamie, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Henry.